You're listening to the Sports Talk Podcast with Darcy Waldegrave from News Talk ZB. And we're joined now by Jim Dolan from Australia. G'day, mate. How are you? G'day, mate. Uh, very good this morning. Looking forward to a big day in sport. And are we looking forward to maybe some dye in the NRL? Is that what the general flavour is? <laughs> Well, this is uh, this obviously caught my attention that Thomas Flegler reckons he's a grown-up player and ready for the big step up tonight to International Rugby League. Of course, Australia plays New Zealand in Melbourne and he gets to resume hostilities against the Penrith pair, James Fisher-Harris and Moses Leota in the front row for New Zealand. Payne Haas and Big Tino rested for tonight. Interesting to see how the Kiwis react to that news. Flegler does admit that he was labelled a firebrand after numerous trips to the judiciary early in his career, but he had a heart-to-heart with Broncos coach Kevin Walters at the start of this year and saw a change of approach. Kevy, as only Kevy could say, said he needed a calm, blue-haired Flegler in the front row this season, not a fiery redhead. So he now thinks he's a blue-haired player and not a redhead. I'd imagine uh, he could see red a few times tonight, the way Fisher, Harris and Leota have played all year. Is he marble sharp or is he likely to literally actually go out and get his hair dyed blue? I, I was wondering that. I don't think he's going to go the Joey Johns. I think he, uh, I think he still have the original colour. But yeah, he's matured into a very handy player who will be under Wayne Bennett at the Dolphins next year, so he'll only get better. Did the Melbournians care? Oh well, it's live sport, so yeah, they've got the <laughs> amateur golf on at the moment and uh, the women's AFL and. Yeah, so rugby league tonight, I'd imagine they'll go along. And it's still winter weather in Melbourne, so, yeah, they'll probably feel like it. Yeah, it's turned into winter over here again. That's the nature, eh? The sting in the tail of uh, spring, if you will. Um, Looking forward to summer. That's an understatement. We've got a world champion rugby team over here called the Black Ferns, and we will soon have another one called the All Blacks. But the Black Ferns can't fill a stadium. I believe your Matildas, who aren't world champions, have no problem doing that. Yeah, but... (laughs) It's um, a tale of TV too. The Matildas are continuing to manage Sam Kerr's minutes in these Olympic qualifiers that are being played in Perth. They started against Iran on Thursday night. Looked a little bit rusty, still 1-2-0. It looked like they could have scored plenty more. I think they were all tripping over each other to get a shot at goal. Uh, In an inexplicable error, probably why this commercial TV network is running last in the commercial TV networks, the game kicked off at 7pm Perth time, which is... 10pm on the East Coast, it would have been midnight in your part of the world, so there's no repeat of the massive ratings that we had at the World Cup. Sensibly, they've moved tomorrow's game against the Philippines to the 60,000-seat Perth Stadium. There's so much interest in the match. There's also a 3pm kickoff in Perth, which means it's 6 o'clock prime time Sunday night in Sydney and Melbourne, so they'll have plenty of bums on seats at the ground and in front of the uh, TVs, and they say that none of the Matildas team uh, venturing out anywhere with Sam Kerr because she is so popular in her hometown, they just get swamped and can't even get a cup of coffee. Wow. Fame, eh? And that strike toward the end of that campaign was something else. It's 21 away from eight. Do you want to finish off on the cricket? Because we're going to roll you guys tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's a great weekend for Australia and New Zealand. Probably a little bit bigger in your side of the world with that other game tomorrow morning. <laughs> but it's probably, I would say, the most picturesque venue for 
any ever Trans-Tasman clash. It's a big step towards the semi-finals too for the winner at Dharmasala tonight. You've seen the uh, foot of the Himalayas in the background. It's just absolutely a spectacle. And uh, despite being such a picturesque place, Pat Cummins in no mood to say with Travis Head or Marcus Stoinis will play for the Australians against the Black Caps. Head, of course, is coming back from a broken hand. And when he bats with Warner at the top of the order, they average over 100 as an opening partnership. And we've seen Australia's woes without Travis Head. He seems to be some sort of talisman. So we'll find out tonight if he will play. But I had a look at the Kiwis a couple of times this week. There's a few handy blokes towards the top of that order. Um, but if you saw it the other night, and this was spectacular, Glenn Maxwell coming in with about six or seven overs to go, 100 off 40 balls, that was something special for someone who blocked the first couple to work his way into an innings. I was watching David Warner before I retired to the scratcher, thinking 400s on the cards here, possibly woke up, and they got it, and that century, wow, blow me away. But that's okay, every dog has his day. Goodbye, Maxwell, nothing for you tonight. And on that, Jim Dolan... You're going to make me eat these words next weekend, aren't you? Thanks very much for your time and your expertise. You have a wonderful weekend. Uh, you won't be sleeping this weekend at all. I haven't slept for months. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why would I? Plenty of time to sleep when you're dead. 20 to 8, Sports Talk. It's not. It's the All Sport Breakfast on News Talk ZB. Man gets confused when he doesn't sleep, I swear. George Worker joins us next, talking about a Plunkett Shield. Uh, we go to 3x3 Basketball up after 8. Black Ferns. And why Karaka Park? Speedway's back, baby. This is News Talk ZB. For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.